Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode is sponsored by Premium Jane CBD products. A third of Americans have trouble sleeping on a regular basis, especially because it can be challenging to turn off your brain these days. There is, however, some hope, and it comes from a plant. Premium Jane is a U.S.-based CBD company offering incredible natural products like oils, topicals, capsules, and gummies. All of their products are made from completely organic, Kentucky-grown industrial hemp and are third-party lab-tested to ensure purity and quality. CBD is a naturally occurring in the industrial hemp plant, and in order to achieve pure quantities, Premium Jane uses top-of-the-line CO2 extraction methods. If you've been searching for a product to help support a sense of calm and to promote healthy sleep, Premium Jane is for you. I personally tried Premium Jane oils, and it relieved my muscle tension instantly, and it worked great. To find Premium Jane's full range of CBD products, visit them at premiumjane.com and be sure to use coupon code SEXQUEENS, that's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S, to get 20% off your purchase. Hi everyone, welcome to Sex Queens. I'm Jules. And I'm Maggie. Keeping you on top so you stay hot. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sex Queens. Today we're talking about biphobia. Welcome everyone. So this one is Jules teaching Aggie stuff because when she told me about this topic, I didn't know anything about it. And for a little bit, I thought it was fake. <laughs> I thought like, she made it up. <laughs> I've told a couple people that we were recording about biphobia and like no one knew that word. I was like, what, like what I was like, that? what are you talking about? I literally thought you made it up. I was like, she must be mistaken. <laughs> no, it's a thing. <laughs> It's a thing. And then I looked it up and I was like, I guess she's right. Yes. So I mean, this is Jules teaching everybody. So thank you. should just you. assume I'm right about everything. So I that's mean, also kind of offensive. But it's Questionable. Cool. But I was like, this is definitely made up. <laughs> but anyways, everyone, cheers. Happy springtime. Kind of. Even yeah, though it just yeah. snowed in Chicago. I mean, we're like on the positive here. So facts, big facts. Next week's going to be like 70s and it is officially spring. And then the second half of the week is going to go a little downhill. And that was your weather report. I was just going to say, thank you for the forecast. Of Aggie. Aggie. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for the forecast. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Mm -hmm. back to biphobia. It does exist. So let's just start off with that. But biphobia is prejudice, fear, or hatred directed toward bisexual people. It can include making jokes or comments based on myths and stereotypes that seek to undermine the legitimacy of bisexualness uh, or the identity of being bisexual so for example a lot of people will say oh bisexual isn't really a thing it's just um a phase or like bi people are greedy or they say um you know there's there's a bunch of different kind of stereotypes involved with um biphobia so that's essentially what that means and it's actually really it's an interesting topic because it's not unlike something like homophobia which would be much more present outside of the lgbt community It's actually present heavily both within and outside of the LGBT community. So it's an interesting topic, I think, for that reason, because you think like um, like homophobia is like, you know, oftentimes people not in the LGBT community attacking people in the community. But then 
for bi people, there's actually a lot of tension within the LGBT community, like against yeah. bisexuals. So that's just kind of like an interesting because it's like that one in that place. They're like you don't that... you haven't picked a side, yeah, which is yeah, a weird yeah. concept to have, right? That's a because it's like say, supposed yeah. to be like on a spectrum, or that's what like the whole point is, right? Don't we talk about how sexuality is a spectrum? Yeah, but then they're like pick a side. Yeah, it's there's and a then lot, other yeah. people are, are uncomfortable because they're like, ooh, mm-hmm. uh, it's like nervous of being like oh you have too many options mm-hmm. yeah definitely. <laughs> it's almost like oh it's too much competition then because <laughs> yeah. think about that the meaning bisexual means that you're interested in both sexes or both genders right yeah so then that means that you're interested in everything well that's also or can be like right yeah and it's also um well yeah that's a lot of the common stereotypes right of like how them. to like yeah. what like i'm talking about like the both sides of like yeah because actually researchers have a hard time of pinpointing exactly why um they experience discrimination from both gay and straight people across kind of like the spectrum. oh i did read that yeah that it's like hard that's like i'm like that's like this could be types of thoughts that like it's like right? an underlying it's resentment how to, that yeah roots in like lack of too much competition or something yeah yeah, yeah. i did of, like read that. being like because then that makes sense right because we are about competition in ways so then that's like there's also a lot of confusion around it and there isn't a lot of research on bisexualness mm-hmm. so i think that or bi- I should stop saying bisexualness because that's not a word. Bisexuality. Um, there's not a lot of research on it. So also people tend to be very combative to something they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand like bisexuality. And so um, that can lead to like a lot of just resentment and anger and hatred. But which is not the way to go. Read a book about it. Educate yourself. Don't be a hater. Read a book. Watch Read a, a book. YouTube video. Read a book every once in a you while. Know, you could listen to Audible. <laughs> You could again watch on YouTube. If you, you have any haters in your life, just say read a book. If you don't want to read, though, there's yeah. still options. Don't say that. They, don't say you can't Audio get to book. it. Audio That's why I said Audible. Yeah. Just Audible because that's what you know. But there, there's other ones. Your local library. <laughs> you sound like you're gonna list stuff off, and then you're like Audible. And that was it. That was the list. I'm like, you know what? That's what I listen to. <laughs> podcasts. Hello. Right, you can listen to podcasts. Absolutely, no. I was just still thinking. Not even the, promoting your I was brand. Still, I was still thinking in the book spectrum, and I'm like, you know, your library. There's other apps, but I don't know what they are. What? <laughs> anyway, they're not going to sponsor me. Clearly, okay, maybe Audible will because I'm going to mention it again. There you go, Audible, sponsor us <laughs> for your books. Your books, and then, anyways, you know, you can watch videos, Google. That still exists. Do your own research. Does it still exist? Yeah, wow. use it still, every day. Still going after still all these use years. it every day. Amazing. Shocking. What a trooper, that Google. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so um, biphobia is a real thing. It affects a lot of people, and I think it's an important topic to address because, one, obviously a lot of people don't know that it exists or they don't know the, the word, even, like, what it means. <laughs> the word isn't real. Right, but um, it's also just, I think, an interesting topic to talk about because it's a different kind of discrimination within the sexual community that is unique in its way um so and and a lot of people i'm sure have experienced it that listen to this that are bisexual um me included um and then in addition to biphobia bisexual people are often excluded or rendered invisible within the lgbt community so this is kind of what we were talking about Mm -hmm. before but the word that is commonly used is they're sort of seen as quote-unquote invisible because a lot of people within the LGBT community will report saying um, that, you know, you're in a phase or you just haven't decided whether you want to be gay yet. um, Or like you were saying, pick a side, Mm -hmm. which is a very hurtful thing to say to someone who's bisexual because that's just not how bisexuality works. And it's sort of um, devaluing 
you know, their identity. So it's, I mean, imagine like if you said that to one, someone who was gay, you know, oh, it's just a phase that's obviously considered super rude. But for some reason, there's like the bars lowered when it's said to someone who's bisexual, Mm -hmm. just because it's sort of like accepted that there's like all these jokes that are funny about it, but it can actually be really hurtful to someone. And I feel like it's like almost, maybe that's part of it, right? It's like kind of like in the middle so like I know someone I think people don't know what to do with I it. know someone who's gay and they say all the time, "Oh, I don't date bisexuals." Because Which is interesting. Because I can't handle them going out and wanting to fuck everyone. And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." See, whoa. and that's the stereotype yeah. that goes with it. That's actually the articles that I read talked yeah. about that too about people being like, "Oh, when a date or somebody tells me that, I say it's not a big deal, but they're like, I actually it is because it makes me nervous the competition thing again." that you're going to be into a bunch of people. Right. Or just kind of giving the person, like, a side eye of being like, well, no. Like. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of, yeah, so we were saying, like, jokes and, and there's a lot yeah. of, like, phrases that people just openly say that are that can be really hurtful and damaging and cause trauma to a lot of people. And then also there's stereotypes. So this is also interesting. There's stereotypes involved with um, whether you identify as male or female. There's different stereotypes involved. That's okay. another thing we should talk about, I think. Um, oh, do you know? I do. Sometimes <laughs> I think, you know? Sometimes. Sometimes. But... I think that that's a good idea? Uh, about two-thirds of bisexual respondents to a 2015 survey said that they have... <laughs> I have the same survey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at us. Consistency. Um, but they have... Uh, two-thirds of bisexual respondents to a survey reported hearing biphobic jokes at work. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, that's super inappropriate. Not just jokes, but, like, jokes and the workplace. So that's what I mean is, like, it's a much more acceptable form of hate that I think needs to be addressed because it is really hurtful and can, you know, cause trauma to someone. So um, it's and crazy that, they, that many people heard like it at that. work. You right, know? that it's at work like, rather than, like, just an outside life, but at a work right, environment. Right, right. And same goes with it's the same fact, I would assume. So also that it's at the doctor's office. Does yours continue to say that? Yes. Yes, I did read that. of the respondents reported facing biphobia from their doctors. Which that's your medical provider. Yeah, that's a lot of people. And like that they're like you're feeling it there. Like it doesn't go into detail as into how. But I wonder what type of um, things are happening. Like I wonder if the person is also judging them or maybe trying to like. I had a doctor. When I don't know they found what they'd be was, putting on them. I had a doctor tell me when they found out I was bi, they were like, "Oh, you should get tested like once every." I was going to say months. for like stuff like that, like, like that you're going to have more diseases. Yeah, you're going to be unsafer. I was like, that has nothing to do with how much sex I'm having. One, two, that's super offensive because I didn't tell you how much sex. It's not like I told him like I'm partying all the time. And he was like, oh, you should get tested often. That yeah. makes sense. You're like I'm blacking out daily and I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Then maybe, yeah, you, then should, get you tested, should get tested probably yeah. like maybe weekly. <laughs> yeah, maybe go to some therapy. But um, yeah, yeah so that's crazy. But like that, see, but that's again, that goes into that stereotype of, again, just fucking everyone. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it sounds like. Because it's like then there's this perception of being like, well, then the world is your oyster literally oh my god <laughs> so you're gonna do you're Signing welcome off. you're welcome so you're gonna do it to everybody i got the rest Come of the on, show that was good that was pretty good uh i'll give you that one but um yeah and and there are a lot of uh violence towards bisexual individuals there's a really high rate of sexual violence um against people who identify as bisexual as well not necessarily meaning that they are a causation, like 
you get attacked because you're bisexual, but um, it is a statistic that's out there. And um, there are theories that it has to do with the hypersexualization of bisexual women. So when I said before about like the two different stereotypes that bi people often face. Yeah. Um, if you identify as a man or a woman. So for men, it's oftentimes, oh, you're actually homosexual. You just haven't figured it out yet. Or you want to try out, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see that <laughs> on the podcast. But I, you want to try out being gay. Yeah. So, like, but you like don't want to fully commit. Yeah, you're dipping your toe into it, yes. but you're not going to. Yeah. You see how good I am with those words. Dip your toe into it. Dip your toe. But, but yeah, then so... you like want your way out. Right. So that's the so stereotype. Like, it's not real. Right. And it, and again, it's a way to like delegitimize right. someone's because, identity. Again, it's like the whole point is that it's fluid and you can be... I mean, I think that the whole point that gets lost in it is that you're attracted to a person based on how that person comes off to you. Like that it's not, not about the gender, it's how you connect with another person. Mm-hmm. So that's why it doesn't matter anymore whether they're male, female, what they are. You're more open to just people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think people don't really talk about that. That it's like you're not really looking for that. You're just like, oh, okay, this person I have a really great conversation with. I really connect with them. That's what makes the person interested in someone. And they people forget that. And like that's like almost like I would think that that's actually like, I don't know why that's not talked about because that's almost like the beauty in it. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that the whole point where we're supposed to love each other? Yeah. As in like actually love each other. So like, does it matter who you happen to connect with or all of a sudden get attracted to is a girl or guy? Because let's be real. Everybody's somewhere on the spectrum. There's everybody has a point where it's like, oh, yeah, that person of that same sex is attractive to you. Like, I know. It's very I know I do. rare. It's Every, very like, everybody rare. has some of that. I read somewhere once that it's incredibly, I don't want to say incredibly, but it is very rare. To be really to be, on just one spectrum like, only. Yeah, to be completely only uh, on one side and then completely on the other yeah. side. Like, it's just... There, because it is because, like... Felt, and, like, if, you, if you're a homosexual, it's rare that you've never, ever, ever been attracted to someone of the opposite sex. Right. And then and vice, vice versa, versa. You're straight, it's very rare to find somebody who has like never, like literally never, like right. you've never looked at anybody and been like, oh damn, they're hot. Even in like just that type of way, or just been like, oh man, I really connect with that person. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But like, not that you're always gonna. It's not that it's necessarily they're always gonna act on something. But I'm just saying that the thoughts are there. Like mm-hmm. it's like don't say you've never looked at anybody and been like, oh damn, right? Because everybody has. I well, I think I feel like mostly everybody has. Yeah. Even if you don't want to like say it to yourself, like. Someone's going to grab your attention mm-hmm. at some point. Right? Just saying. But yeah, so There's just is... a strong preference sometimes for the other. Like, you know, I could speak for myself. Like, I have a strong preference for one thing, but it's not as if the other thing has never popped in. Yeah, sure. And it's I a spectrum. It's fine. It's fluid. It's like a smoothie. It's Gosh, just people. All, and again, that's the beauty there. of it. So everybody yeah. just stop being so judgmental. Seriously. World problem like, solved. It's not a problem that someone wants to love someone else. Like, this no. is not something that we should be <laughs> debating in, like, course of law. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just never understand why people get so offended offended and, like, bent up about it. Where it's like, guys, this is a good thing. If somebody wants to love somebody else and, like, in a consensual way, like, mm-hmm. that's healthy. Like, like yeah, what's the problem? consensual way. And again, like, we have wars going on. Too, like, we right? have problems that, like, like yeah, people like, are dying. Real problems. And this is people who just happen to like each other or wanted to make out or wanted to have sex with each other leave them alone is that a big deal (laughs) yeah it's just it's very funny it's like and i think that that one survey it's not funny but it's 
It's dumb. I mean, it's that's like, the best way to sometimes put it, right? Like, it's not funny, but like, it ends it's up childish. being funny. Like, yeah, why are you, it's childish. Why? does it matter? It's not funny, but it's silly, I think, is the word I was looking for. But, like, yeah, that survey that I read, I think, put it perfectly where um, they just said that a lot of people tend to have hate towards something they don't understand. Yeah. And bisexuality um, is something that a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I have several friends who are homosexual mm-hmm. that have openly said to like around me who and they know that i'm bi mm-hmm. really hurtful things and i just kind of sit there and i'm just like well okay and i don't feel like having a fight in that moment mm-hmm. so i'm just kind of like all right and like the, the stuff that that has been said to me and like that people think is acceptable because they found out that i'm bi would never fly if i was a number of other different sexualities like 100 mm-hmm. percent it would be seen as, like, everybody else around me would be like, that's fucked up. You can't say that. You know what I mean? But, but I don't know. There's just kind like of a lower threshold, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting getting back to the two stereotypes. So for men, that's typically the most common stereotype where it's like, oh, you're in a phase. Uh, oh, you're trying out being gay, but you don't want to commit. Blah, 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 blah. For women, the most prominent one or one of the most is hypersexualization. Oh. Women face who are bisexual face um an extreme amount of hypersexualization. And so that's kind of what they were saying might be correlated to the high rate of sexual violence that happens against oh. women who are bisexual because because um, they're seen as hypersexual. Yeah. So I mean this has definitely happened to me where like someone said some stuff to me because they knew I was bi and I was like, excuse me, but um, that's another like big stereotype where like if somebody finds out like people think about bi people is like oh you're just fucking twice as much and you're having sex twice as much because you're attracted right it's to everybody like again saying that you just can't get enough yeah you can't just keep it in your pants yeah yeah so that's kind mm-hmm. of messed up um, and those are the two big stereotypes I guess that exist so yeah I mean and it seems like they go I don't know like they're pretty well known i guess like in that type of way right because how you're saying it's like especially i feel like probably the male one maybe even a little bit more but it's like that idea of like being like oh you can't i don't know like isn't that interesting it's like being like oh you can't actually be going through that you must just be almost just thinking about it mm-hmm. i don't know i think that that's interesting because it's very opposite between the genders like i don't know what it means right this is just me babbling mm. basically but like psychologically i think that that's very interesting that like for males it's like oh, no, you don't actually mean it. You're just maybe doing that. But for women, it's like, oh, no, you mean it times 10. And if you're doing that, you really just can't stop. That is interesting. Which is very interesting because that's so black and white against kind of one another for, Mm. like, the same thing. But very interesting again, male and female in that type of way. Yeah, they took very different directions. Of, like, how that goes, right? It kind of goes with the psychology of, I think, again, like, males and females kind of as a whole. Mm -hmm. Isn't that kind of interesting? Mm Mm-hmm. And they were saying how um, there was a few surveys they took where individuals within the LGBT community, as well as like outside of it, um, had these stereotypes very prevalently about bi people. For like the both sides, even though, again, in the if you think about it in the lesbian and homosexual world, you wouldn't do that to each other. Yeah. Especially in that type of, like you wouldn't be saying that. Well, it's not only that you wouldn't even do that, like that you would have a community behind you that would also yeah. stand up for you. So like, that's, I think also the I was problem say, with like, it they need because, like, like uh, they don't even have like a, well, it really keeps, I think it really keeps a lot of people from not coming out. And like, also that's another stereotype actually that I just thought of. So, um, 
I've also heard about bisexual, like one of the bisexual stereotypes is, oh, you're not really coming out because you're yes. not like fully homosexual. Right. I've heard that like, too. Like it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you're just Like it doesn't around. come out as coming out as anything. Yeah. Basically. Because I've yeah. seen that even in TV shows. Like that's written into stuff too. Mm-hmm. Of being like that if somebody is bi, like a character is bi, they are seen as that. As like being like you don't really have to come out on anything because they're just like, oh, you just tried that maybe. Like whichever, it's almost like whichever is not your dominant mm-hmm. of what you're dating is what you're just trying and then you'll get over it type of thing. Yeah. Versus it being like a legitimate relationship, right? Because like even like let's say in shows, somebody's like sometimes having a relationship with one sex and then they have it with the other one and then it's like, oh, that one is almost seen as like a fluke even if it was a real relationship or a real. Yeah. So yeah, so then there's like no actual coming out, which then again, that might be why um, the biases are in society as well or also like why it's not seen as more positive because then there's no like <laughs> i don't even know there's like almost like no psa for it like mm-hmm. that's why it's a kind of unknown right because they were saying that in the last whatever years like where the researchers do the research um because that's what they do that the researchers uh, do research. <laughs> yeah, that there's been a marked positive shift overall in attitudes for gay and lesbian people um but then straight people when the way that they view bisexual people, the only thing it's shifted from is from very negative to neutral over the past <laughs> decade. Which, I mean, that's still wow. a slant in neutrality is better than negative, right? Yeah. Because that's still movement. But it's just, like, interesting as to, like, why maybe that movement is lagging behind. Yeah. It's almost because, like, they don't have, like, a, like how you just said, like, they don't have a movement. They don't have, like, public service announcement. They're not really incorporated in a lot of stuff. And... I think that part of it psychologically is because we do like things in categories Mm -hmm. and this is not a category. And I mean, well, now that you mentioned like movies and shows, when they do have someone who's bisexual in a show, it's, it's just upholding those stereotypes. Like for a woman, for a woman, for example, it's like hypersexualization. Like you find out she's bi because she has a threesome with like a a man and a woman, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're still hypersexualizing her when... Um, instead she could just be bisexual and right. have one relationship or something. You know what I mean? One, right. Like, and like a threesome, I feel like that doesn't even always mean No, anything. but that's like what, But that's, that's like how they're coming off with that. See. Yeah. Yeah. And so um I actually this one show, Brooklyn Nine Nine, it's one of my favorite shows. It does a really good job of kind of combating that because they have a character in there called Rosa mm-hmm. and she comes out as bisexual. Mm-hmm. And it was like seen as like a big coming out and it mm-hmm. was like really supported by her friends and they just treated it so differently but it was crazy how you didn't realize how much it wasn't done until that show did it until they did because it. when they did it like everybody made such a big deal about it which is crazy it's like 2020 yeah 2021 kudos to them and that but also yeah crazy because it's a new fairly new show it was super new yeah and so um that show did a really good job of it and like they didn't hypersexualize her she doesn't like have, you know, threesomes all the time or anything like that, which again has nothing to do with your sexual identity. No. And that's a that's a big one is like they assume people assume they but like they, they them. But like people assume, um and it's not just with bisexuality, like any kind of certain sexuality, like they assume that you have certain sexual preferences right. because of your identity when that actually is not correlated at all. You could be straight and love orgies or you could be straight and be have a one-on-one or what's it called monogamous, monogamous. i couldn't remember the word <laughs> what's that called a one-on-one what's that called when you're 
just one-on-one. I forget the word. Wow, I love this. Since you're a sex queen and you're like, what's that called when I'm just what you're in kind of right now? Semi, I can't be on you know? all the time. Yeah. What you're in. I don't know. Don't bully me. What are those things called? Stop Relationships. It. Stop it. But. <laughs> Leave the, me alone. That was great. What's that thing called? Relationships. <laughs> one But yeah, so I'm saying like you can be straight and like have all these different kinds of sexual preferences. You can be gay and have all these different kinds of sexual preferences. It should be the same for any sexual identity. And obviously it's not only true for bisexual or bisexuality. Like there's definitely a lot of stereotypes about, you know, any other sexual identity, but it is one that I think is more pushed down our throats in the media. Yeah. Um, Like even another thing I just thought of is a black swan, like that scene where Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis hook up. Yeah. But she's like also into men because she's like attracted to. Oh, the whatever. dancer. Yeah. The, the yeah, yeah, director yeah. dude or whoever he is. Yeah. Um, so like That's that, right. where it's yeah. like, it's always hypersexualization. Yeah. It's never, oh, I have an interest toward this person and I like want to go on a date with them. Like you a know genuine what I mean? interest. Like, yeah. Oh, rather than being like, I them. have to fuck them. It's not like she went on a date with Mila Kunis. No, she was just like, I have to, like, yeah. Yeah. Again, so, I just have to. And also, I think the other part of it is why it's also not taken as seriously because there's i think this idea with it or like that's like that like that party scene type of thing like mm-hmm. it makes me think of being like you know when you're like silly and you're out partying and everybody's kind of like doing whatever i feel like that's kind of the category sometimes it gets thrown into or like makes me think of um like when katie perry's song it was like years ago but like when you go out with that song like, i kissed a girl and i liked it yeah but it was like this this like party like it's like haha like i just did it but it's not not anything serious or not anything that I'm thinking about. It was just like this like party thing and being like, oh, you know, I just did that. It's so cutesy. Yeah. <laughs> but that it's like not taken as a serious thing mm-hmm. at all. Like it says it's not even taken as like the identity. It's just kind of taken as like, oh, you can just do that. It's like for fun. There's also this term called bicurious that is often used to describe someone who's like dating or starting to date or curious about dating someone outside their normal preference. Um, so it can apply to someone who's straight or homosexual and that I think has gotten synonymous for a lot of people in their minds with bisexuality. Like, Oh, you're, it's not a sexuality. You're just bi curious when it's like, no, those are two completely different things being, you're not being bi curious. You're just being curious. Like, and I think that the bi curious phrase is very problematic because people have just married that to what bisexuality is and that kind of goes back to the stereotype of like it's a phase you're just curious that's why it's a phase and then this is also why there's a theory that says um that bisexual stereotypes seems to be seem to be deduced based on the idea that men and women are opposite Mm -hmm. and if that if one holds two opposing attractions then it stands to reason that this person is will be confused like if you're putting in that stereotype again it's a category thing if you're putting in men and women right and you're putting it in as opposites. Mm. If you're holding both in the same space, you're being seen as this confused, not taken seriously, like almost like, I don't even know whatever else, just whatever word to put it, but it's like being like, you can't be taken seriously because it can't exist type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't exist. Truth. Truth. True that. That, that it does not exist. But that's like, it makes sense to kind of, again, I think me personally... For myself, I think it makes a lot of sense because of the categories thing. Like, you know, from human nature, we do like categories Mm because we just do. So I think this makes sense to me in that type of way that like since it lives in the middle and people are uncomfortable and it's ambiguous, 
that's why people make such a big deal about it because it's uncomfortable because it doesn't have a clear people hate the gray and this yeah. is gray yeah and that's hate, the perfect example of yeah. it they hate not having a yes or no in a category and being some kind of boundary or some kind of direct line yeah i definitely think the younger generation i mean like millennials and even gen z especially they are much more accepting of the and understanding of the fluidity of sexuality but i mean i'm sure there's still a mm-hmm. lot of people that are young that are, have a hard time with that um, because oftentimes you know you can ingest like what you hear from your parents and yes. you know like I know for example my parents would never understand the, the fluidity right. of gender or or, or the fluidity right. of sexuality um, so and it doesn't make sense to people it also yeah. frustrates people with the idea of that's something that's mentioned of like who will this person be attracted to because mm-hmm. it makes people uncomfortable if you can't pinpoint it Yes, indeed. Is it like, who are you going to be attracted to, right? And then it's like, it just brings up this other stuff. And then also it's this fear of something that you can't wrap your head around because this notion rejects the typical things that we're taught about love, attraction, how the human brain works. Yeah. In that type of way. Man like in the traditional woman, type of woman, sense. Yes. House, house, like kids. you're attracted yeah. to just this. This is what you like. Mm. And then that's it. And then if that's like broken by like, oh, well, so this other person, what? Then it's like, well, it's, it's too much to, to wrap like your we brain saying, around. It's similar to what we were saying when we had the polyamory episode, mm-hmm. because a lot of the stereotypes that circulate about polyamory stem from people making judgments about it because they don't understand it and they don't bother to like learn about it. So they right. say, oh, you're just unhappy in your marriage. So that's why you have to go out and have sex with other people that's why you're polyamorous because you're like having a bad sex life like that's a big one just because people don't understand it when that's actually not true at all like most people that are in polyamorous relationships Uh have stronger relationships than people that aren't so like those kinds of stereotypes that um definitely stem from people just not understanding something that happens a lot especially in the sex communities right yeah and then this again it's really just when people don't know and understand things. But you know what? How you said, if you want to know and understand it. Listen to our podcast. Basically, because we'll teach you. <laughs> we'll teach you the truth of the, the truth of the world. Truth of the world. But anybody, like, you know, it's like rather than fear it and be all confused about it. This is what bothers me just about humans in general, because I am so curious about everything and I always want to learn. I'm like, just learn. Talk to somebody. Like, is it going to harm you to talk? Right. Someone. Also, even, no, even it's if it's not. gonna make you uncomfortable to talk to someone, then Google. Like right. you can like so the, 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 quietly they, Google. Again, it's still a quietly Google in the corner. It still exists. Yeah. Google it. Look it up. Pornhub it. Whatever. The point is, you could learn about anything. Yeah, and I also don't like when people have such a strong opinion on something that they've done literally no research on. Right. Or like, know nothing about other than it makes me uncomfortable. Like the stuff that I've heard people say about bi people, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not even true. So how can you have a comp like a strong opinion about something that you've clearly never even Googled? Like, I don't know. It just makes no sense to me. And it's like so it's so you've frustrating. never talked to anybody that's like lived yeah. it ever. That's the other thing that I hate. I hate this is just like the way that our world is not just about sexuality, but it's just in general. People talk about all these things that they've never even encountered that thing, person, item, whatever. And they don't even bother encounter it out. first, yeah. then make your judgment. Literally, yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, Jeez, society. That's what we need to get it together on. I'm going to name this episode Things that Aggie Hates. Jeez, society. Jeez, I'm going to name it. Actually, I will do that. Jeez, society. Jeez, society. Get your life together. Yeah, see, working with people makes me want to be like, just just get your life together, everybody, as in the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, but now anything else that you want to say from yourself personally because you know you're sharing about it anything yeah, you want to so say I've about what it means to you and I how? mean I'm a woman 
and I um, am bisexual, and I've definitely encountered the stereotype of people hypersexualizing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, extremely. Like, it's actually usually, it usually comes from men. Which... Um, I mean, it, I have gotten stuff from women, like, not necessarily the hypersexualization, but more like, oh, like, I've gotten this from uh, women who are gay. They'll say, like, oh, I would never date you. I was like, okay, wasn't planning on dating you either. But they're like, no, it's because you're bi. And like, I don't date bi girls. I would never do that because it's confusing. You'll always change your mind about something. And I'm like, well, changing your mind about someone when you're dating someone has nothing to do with your sexuality. That's right. just you not being committed to the person enough. Exactly. Like, that's, that like you could still with, be in a yeah. committed relationship, right? And also, like, did you ask, that? like, who asked you? Yeah. Like, when I hear that type that's, of story, yeah. I'm like, like, do you care if they want to date you? And honestly, like, you're like, exactly. You're like, did I, what, did I say I wanted to date you? Like, yeah. what? Oh, aren't you, like, <laughs> aren't you so special? <laughs> you kind of look like Maura Rose when you did that. Oh, good. Aren't you special? Oh, what a compliment. Aren't yeah. you special? I love that. The baby. Shout out to Sheets Creek. Love you Sponsorous. guys. <laughs> oh, completely. Because love it. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, ew, David. Ew, David. <sighs> Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so actually, actually, that show, speaking of that, that show did a good job of bisexuality, too. They did a really good job of just sexuality yeah, in general. Yeah, I know, but that just, like, popped into my head when I said that. I, I did like, think of the scene of that, that. when we were talking about, like, the fluidity. I did think of the scene. With that wine, which yes, we've talked about before. But that is, that pops into my head a bunch. Like, sometimes I want this, sometimes I want that. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's fine. Girl. Like, relax. I wasn't going to have sex with you anyway. Anyways, but um, more but about yeah, so you. That's, that's more back to me. Back to you. Um, but that was one that I've experienced. I definitely have experienced the hypersexualization. I've had people, um, like I said, mostly men that, that I can think of have uh, come up. But even like uh, couples too. Like, like a, I've had like a couple that I guess wanted to have a threesome or okay. were looking for someone. Mm-hmm. And they found out that I was bi. And so they were like, oh, you're the person then. Like, we're choosing you. And I'm like, well, I don't want <laughs> but again, to do this. Again, this, yeah. I choose you. And you're like, like, I that. didn't ask. <laughs> But that's kind of, that makes sense, though, that it's correlated with a high rate of sexual violence, you know, because they're just assuming my consent. Yeah, that's like two, I'd say, personal experiences that have stuck out in my mind, but I've definitely heard stuff. And it's not even centered around me. Like, it's not like, oh, they said that to me because I was bi. I just hear stuff where I'm just like, that's not cool. Like, that's, one, you're just saying something hurtful that also you don't know who yeah is that like a motorcycle yeah i think so it just sounded really weird <laughs> yeah i don't know if that picked up but it was really weird background noise <laughs> um but yeah like the thing also is that you never know someone's journey you never know what the people around you are going through and a lot of people are in the closet like mm-hmm. whether it's being bi gay pan whatever it is right a lot of people are in the closet and so you never know who's like going through something and so like when you say something hurtful like that it can make somebody stay in the closet longer one and two add to the amount of trauma that they might already have keeping them in the closet so like we're i think the my point is like words really matter right and if you're going to use your words why do them in a hurtful way Right, like think about what you say, and then also I think what I hear a lot of is like don't live in these misconceptions because even you, like you know, mm, it's true. like you're living in this day and age, right? Like this has been happening to you in your adult life, which means you know it's in the past ten years, not mm-hmm. not like we're talking about something that happened like thirty years ago. Yeah, that it's like that that still exists so prominently right now with people that are in a generation that I think should know better because we're in a generation that should. 
we're not that old, not saggy yet, <laughs> that it's like people people should know and yeah. like not assume and not say such things. Yeah. Just haters, man. Exactly. And yeah, all so these that's, mis- misconceptions. That's the gist of biphobia. Don't be an asshole. Don't assume. <laughs> Just ask. Right? And then realize again that it's a journey. And again, at the end of the day, like I say, like my takeaway on that is like, again, remembering that it's like, this is like, it is, as we talk about, everything's fluid. And remembering this about people loving other people. Yeah. So get over yourself. Yeah. Right. And like, you never understand what someone's going through. Your words matter. Don't be a shithead. <laughs> yeah, look at our takeaways. These takeaways are very direct this, <laughs> this episode. Be, I know. Usually right? we're like... We're like, no. Explore! This is, we're like, like don't no. Be in these type of way, like, there is no. We're yeah. like, just be... If you don't... Just be decent. This shouldn't be groundbreaking, but I feel like it is. If you don't know about something, instead of loudly proclaiming an opinion that's based in zero fact, read about it first. Yeah. Then, if you still have that opinion, fine. But... Read about it. Like, don't have an opinion on something you have zero experience with. Like you said, you haven't been through. Right. And and this doesn't just apply to this, you know, topic. Obviously, it does. But this applies to, like, anything in life. Don't have an opinion on exactly. something you've done no research on. Don't listen to other people that aren't reliable sources. Mm-hmm. Like, just because your friend says something about bisexual people because they dated someone who was bi and had right. a bad experience and then hate all bi people, that doesn't mean that's true for you. Read about it. Doesn't mean it's true for everybody. It's not. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, that's another thing, too, is I think a lot of stereotypes can so often be pushed, like, into your brain by your friends and your environment who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you don't understand something, read about it, you know? And that applies to so many other things. I feel like all of the hate that goes around about, like, the trans community yeah. is so rooted in the lack of education that people just aren't willing to take into their own hands. They don't want to read about it, and so they just get upset over something they have no experience with right. and no knowledge of so it's like how can you even have an opinion on something when you haven't again even seen it at all yeah exactly like so, at least expose yourself to some degree yeah before saying anything yeah i mean that'd be like if you otherwise said, you know the other option it's very simple i know we're not doing it this because we're spreading knowledge but the other option is just zip it yeah literally just you know that old saying if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything at all guess what it could still apply in today's day and age like if you thumper, don't have, man if you don't have nice things to say just shut your face do you remember bambi oh. thumper said that oh look at yeah, the little bunny see he had some good wisdom and yeah. that's he's from a long time ago listen to thumper don't so be a hater just zip it zip it yeah if you have nothing nice to say shut the fuck just up zip it. <laughs> it's always an option to just and just walk away so that's biphobia. It exists. It's real. Yeah, so thank you for teaching us. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. What a good job you did on making this fake word be real. So thank <laughs> it you. is see, real. See, I read and then I knew it wasn't fake. Yeah, see? You see and what that's... I did? You see what I did? I told her that in my head, I was like, oh, she's wrong. And then I read it and I was like, no. And now I know information. Look at how that works. And see how easy that was <laughs> yeah, with these so little easy. computers in our hands that we have. And then I was like, I'm ready for this show. Yeah. It's not like you had to go to a magic. library to no, a computer. No, I did not. Just picked up your phone. It's just like magical. It's like it's a real term. And now I know about it. Amazing. And, now, and then I'm like that NBC ad, the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, literally. Um, but that's Biphobia. Thanks so much for tuning in. And let us know your experiences with Biphobia. Have you experienced it? Have you um, heard about it? I was going to say, were you like me? Didn't yeah, <laughs> this is your first time hearing sure about it. A lot of people are. Like I said, so many people, I was like, oh, we're covering yeah. biphobia this week. They were like, what is that? And um, like, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Love, like, agree with this idea that it's like, because it's in the middle. Yeah. And if it's so black and white, 
Also, I think um, also something else to mention before we sign off is if you hear um, if you hear like offensive jokes, a really good way to combat that without because sometimes that can be kind of tricky. Like you don't want to people feel uncomfortable being like, hey, that's wrong for blah, blah, blah reason. A really good way to combat that is what that I've learned is like if someone says a joke and this can apply to actually anything, but like also bisexuals, um, if someone says something and you go, I don't you just go, I don't get that. I don't get it. Yeah. And you explain it, and then they're like, whoa, and then you force them to explain how incredibly offensive it is, mm-hmm. and you're just like, mm, I don't get that. I don't find that funny. <laughs> it's like a really good way to that just throw it back way. at them. That's a good yeah. way to be like, I, I So don't, there are like kind of not- I don't get that. Not, if you're not, com- I mean, if you can, if you're comfortable being like, that's fucked up, and you shouldn't do that, and that's hateful, that's great. Like, do that. But if you don't but feel comfortable doing that, I don't get that's that. a good kind can of like less- it? less Like throwing it back way. on the person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but- yeah, that's like another thing where it's like if you, not if you see something, but if you hear something, say something. <laughs> like you know, if you if you hear something hurtful, and even if nobody around you is by or like say whatever, else. just say like, hey, like I don't find that very funny, or I don't think that's necessarily true, or something like that. Um, or just say I don't get it. You're right. That's a good way of just shutting. Because I think down. a lot of a lot of the reasons too that these stereotypes are constantly spread and just kind of accepted is because nobody also speaks up against them. Like mm-hmm. if you say something, even if I. F- might think oh that's offensive but i don't say anything you assume that, that it's i fine. that it's fine and that i agree with you and you'll probably mm-hmm. do it again because yeah. you're like well she didn't do it the last time right. so like you know that's how it works yeah. um so yeah speak up okay well, don't be a hater um <laughs> uh, but yeah thanks so much for tuning in make sure to give us a like on instagram or give us a give us a follow Follow us, like us, tweet us, do all the things that everybody does. Just do all the things. And our handle is Sex Queens Pod, S E X Q U E E N S P O D. That's our handle on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. It's we got on it all, everything. Babies. So just Sex Queens and just put it all around. Yep. And then Sex Queens Pod at gmail.com. You can also email us. Um, no one's ever really emailed us with questions. <laughs> Usually they send us on Instagram and Twitter, but I wonder know. I wonder why, but just in case it's out there, you can email. We but do you have can also email. Instagram and tweet us. We have <laughs> tweets. Yes. We tweeted. Um, let us know your thoughts on this episode. Let us know your experiences. And as always, we don't know why you came, but we're glad you did. See you next time. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.